welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Bothelsberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Ma? What's up? Oh, wonderful. Everything is great. Uh, enjoying my long weekend. Uh, happy MLK Day. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying the, the weekend too. We're dealing with some unfortunate frigid temperatures, but it happens ever so often in certain parts of Texas, not all certain parts. Um, but you know, I, like I said, had a good weekend so far. I went to go see the Allen Americans and I wanted to shout out the Allen Americans because they are owned. They have a black owner. I think he is the first black owner, uh, of any, a professional hockey team. So wanted to shout him out. And he is playing for the Steelers actually on Monday in the playoffs. So um oh, you know, congrats, about, double congratulations. Yeah, the Allen Americans did not win the game, but uh, you know, better luck next time. But you had a wonderful time, right? Right, right, right. Okay, All good. Right. Double congratulations on ownership of the first. I mean, of the, being the a, a first African-American owning the hockey team, professional hockey team. And congratulations on making the playoff. Yay. Yes. Okay. And, his, and his, name's, his name is Miles Jack. So I just wanted to say that. Miles right. Jack. Okay, Miles Jack. Congrats to you. So my, let's do a little toast to Miles Jack. And we're still All drinking right. wine, guys. We're still drinking wine for January. Okay, let's lift our glasses. Okay, to continue long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and to Miles Jack and his hockey team. Salud. Salud. Okay. Since we are talking about sports right now just wanted to make a couple of updates my since we last did our last episode uh bill belichick has parted ways with the new england patriots and his successor is uh, gerard mayo um and he is a former uh great player for the patriots and he's only 37 years old and All he's right. the first black coach for the New England Patriots, so. Congratulations, congratulations all the way around. Congratulations to the Patriot. Congratulations for Bill Belichick, who seemingly bowed out gracefully after having proven that he is one of the goats, if not the goat, definitely one of the goats. And that is so gracious that he bowed out. I don't know if he was pushed or he jumped, but he left. And as far as the public is concerned, he did it graciously. And they had him and uh, what's his name? Robert Kraft, is Robert it? Robert Kraft, yep. Had, had everything all set up for the next coach to step right in. That's wonderful. That is correct, Ma. I will say that Bill Belichick is looking for another job. So he is looking to coach another team. He is not going to retire. Uh, he's, I think, 15 games away from breaking the all-time record for wins. So I think he wants to break that record and then he'll... Oh, okay. And so okay. He, he is 71, so... Okay. Well, he's got plenty of time. Okay, good. All he, right. He, young man, just starting out in his career... Pete Carroll uh, was relieved of his duty as head coach 
for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And, and, oh, he, wow. and he is 72 years old. Now he will remain with the team in an advisory position. So okay. kind of sad to see because I don't think they could have, they should have let him go. Maybe they could have gained one more season, but I guess they think that everything is changing there and they want to bring in some new blood, but he does not look 72 and he does not act 72. He looks significantly younger than Belichick. Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. So what else is going on around the NFL? Okay. Uh, also, yesterday, uh, the Dolphins and the Chiefs played, and it was brutal temperatures. I know the game, they started off at minus four, and I think they ended at minus 10. And oh, Andy Reid's mustache had icicles in it. It was uh, trending. Oh, that's funny oh wow the Chiefs. oh, oh my goodness the chief so that seems almost inhumane i guess they were okay though listen they survived the chiefs beat the dolphins they beat their behind 26 to 7 it wasn't even close patrick mahomes oh played re really well travis kelsey did a little bit better but he still had i, I know he had at least one drop pass I really do believe that Travis has lost a step a little bit. And of course, Miss Taylor Swift was there and she had a customized coat uh, that had Travis Kelsey's number on the back. And we saw her up in the box with uh, Mama Kelsey and they were doing swag surfing at one point of the game. Okay, good. So uh, good for them. And keep it moving. <laughs> And finally, the Browns and the Texans played, and C.J. Stroud is a rookie quarterback. Ma and Demarco Ryan, he is this his first year as a head coach, and they pulled off the win, forty-five to fourteen. It was not. Oh wow! Somebody got a spanking yesterday. A couple yeah. of people. Yeah. Okay. And, and also in the NFL news, we haven't seen the game yet. We're recording this before the game actually comes on. The Cowboys are playing um, the Green Bay Packers and the Cowboys are a huge favorite. They are playing at home in their dome with the roof closed um, and they are undefeated at home the past two seasons. They are 16 okay. and 0. They, right. don't, they don't typically play well on the road, but guess what? They don't have to go on the road. Okay. And finally, uh, the Detroit Lions are playing against the uh, the Los Angeles Rams. So we'll see who wins that. Okay. Well, they're fully expected to win, and let's hope that's what happens. Okay. All right. All right, Ma. So let's get into, I guess, a little bit of pop culture. I guess you kind of been was following uh, Jason Whitlock and uh, the whole Stephen A. Smith stuff, and Stephen A. Smith went off on... Um, Jason Whitlock, and he called him some very lovely names. But Jason Whitlock, we know, um, is not a nice person. We know he said some really mean things about humans in general, um, minorities. He seems to be racist. He is he is African American. Um, he seems to uh, be misogynistic, transphobic, all those things. He said that Michelle Obama was a transgender woman. Um, he also felt that not everyone has the right to vote, referring to women. Um, he said mean things about Serena Williams. Just everybody that you could possibly think of that are pioneers and heroes to us. He said terrible things about them. And so Stephen A. Smith was just sick of all of the lies and and, and whatnot from uh, Jason Whitlock. And he went off. Ma, what are your thoughts on this? 
good for Stephen A. I co-sign with you. I co-sign on that. I support you, Stephen A. I'm glad you got him. I'm glad you got him. Uh, I have, I've seen the video. I've seen the show, I should say. I, you know, I saw the show and I am happy. I'm glad you use your platform in a positive and constructive way because he is toxic, okay? He's a cancer, okay, on our society. To have someone spit that kind of vitriol is uh, destructive to our way of life. Mm -hmm. Stephen A., glad you got him. Good for you, Stephen A. Yay. I'm a fan of what you did, Stephen A. Okay. Um, I, I love what Stephen A did. Um, I felt that he told the truth. And I felt that it sometimes it is it's usually always good to take the high road, but sometimes some people need to know that you aren't gonna take any of their abuse anymore and you need to tell them off, you know, one time for good. Don't keep following up with them because, you know, then that's what they want and you're playing in, in their hands. But sometimes it makes you feel good <laughs> and um that person needs to get the business. You know what, daughter? I equate that to standing up to a bully. He yeah. stood up to a bully. He right. righted a wrong. He stood up for justice. So, yeah, good, good for you. Good, Stephen A., good on you. I love it. Okay, and finally, um, still in sports news, Ma, you know, we told you before that, that Pat McAfee had just asked Aaron Rodgers not to come on the show. We didn't know if yes. it was. We didn't know if it was Pat McAfee who was doing that or if his bosses at ABC or, you know, ESPN were asking him to do that. However, right. the next day, Aaron Rodgers was on his show. Now, he didn't discuss anything political. Um, you know, it was just really odd. We Nobody really understood because Pat McAfee said he was glad that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to come on the show anymore. It was too much contro controversy and all these, you know, attacks that he was getting and he was happy. And then the next day, Aaron Rodgers is back on his show. Now, Aaron Rodgers didn't say anything controversial when he came back, but we know that Aaron Rodgers, for some reason, he appears to be a bully. He seems like, and I don't mean to, this is not being ageist. This is just like an analogy that I'm using. He just seems like a bitter, angry old man. And he's but which he not. Right. Right, right. But when he comes- well, he's he not old. People. No, he might be some of those things, but old is not, he just is not old. He seems bitter and angry. Yeah, but why is he attacking people? Like, why? Why is he attacking well, people? Bitter and angry. Why are you attacking people who are vaccinated? Why are you attacking Jimmy Kimmel? What, what are you doing? Man, get out of here. Let's see if you are able to come back and play football for another season or two. Worry about that. I agree. I agree. I mean, you can have your opinion and everything, but it's not supposed to be full of vitriol. It's not supposed to be where you're just hating on people for the sake of hating on people. That's ridiculous. I I agree. Okay, uh, Ma, so let's switch up gears a little bit. Um, We know that we had the nominations for the SAG Awards, uh, but before we get into that, you know, they stopped Kevin Hart on the street and they asked Kevin Hart about hosting any award shows and he was just saying that he doesn't want to do that anymore he says there's too much pressure now on what's considered jokes and what's not now he's good with doing his stand-up but being in a room full of celebrities and a-listers he just doesn't feel that we can do that anymore what are your thoughts on that mom uh, 
I'm not really sure what trajectory his career is on right now because I know he just made a movie. I don't know what exactly he's, you know, doing. But to me, that is a cowardly response. Okay. You know, you're a comedian and that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Are you saying you're no longer going to be a comedian? Or you say you're not funny in stand-up and you don't want to do stand-up anymore? It, people have always... He didn't say he didn't want to do stand-up, Ma. He said he doesn't want to... No, no, no. I know he didn't. I'm saying is that a, a, one of his thoughts? Okay. You know, no, no, no. I know he didn't say it. No, I think that was a cowardly response. I don't think that was totally truthful because I don't think he has come out and made a statement that he's not going to do stand-up anymore. Uh, I... I don't I? I it's Ma, I don't yes. understand. Okay, let me just make sure you and I are on the same page. He's talking about specifically hosting an award show. He says that he's good with doing. Yes, stuff. yes. Okay, I got that. I do understand that. But to me, it's all the same. You talk about in the room of A-listers. He's an A-lister. Well, what? Well, well, why is he intimidated? He's not a new Jack. He's not a novice coming out there. Right. He's a damn A-lister. An A-lister among A-listers. Okay. Sure. So, so no. So now I don't call bullshit, okay? Yeah. There, there's some other reason, and I'm not sure what it is, but I call bullshit. Remember I mean, he remember he got in trouble in 2019 when he made uh, some jokes, I think, that was... Right, and that's why... Uh, that's, why he's, that's why That's why I feel he's being cowardly. That's why I have a much more respect for Dave Chappelle, who says, you know what? F it. I'm talking about everybody and their mama. F right. it. This is what I do, and I respect that. I respect that. Don't don't come with that, Kevin Hart. You're acting like you ain't even a comedian now. I don't want to hear that. That's well, not, Kevin Hart is about the bottom line. We we know. I, I understand that, but he's supposed to be about his class and and being funny. Well, okay. One, no, I got it. My which one comes first, the money or your craft? Which one do you? Put well, you gotta be you gotta be clever enough to balance. You you will have to, a compromise means you're gonna give a little in both areas. That's but true. it doesn't mean you have to totally give up either one. That's okay. True. Okay. So that's how I feel. Look, he can't beat Cat Williams. Okay. Everybody can't. <laughs> he don't have to be Cat Williams. Just be I'm Kevin joking. Hart. I'm joking. Yeah, you know, be joke. Kevin Hart, whatever that is. Yeah. You know, Cat Williams, Cat Williams is all right. Listen, we all have our areas where we agree and our areas where we disagree. I respect Cat Williams. You know I respect Dave Chappelle. They've all said things that I had to look at him sideways. Well, what's wrong with you? Why did you say that? You know, but they all have said things that I want to go grab them and give them a kiss mm-hmm. because it's been so real and so funny. So that's just it. That's just the way it is. Okay. All right. So um, since we're talking about award shows, the SAG Award nominations came out and I'm not going to, you know, dig deep into it because we'll you know, discuss it further um, on another episode. But the um, lead nominations are five for Barbie and five for Oppenheimer. And they they tied. Now, there was some people were taken aback by some of the obvious snubs. Now, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Leonardo DiCaprio is not nominated for a SAG. He was nominated for a Golden Globe. He may yeah. still be nominated for an Oscar. We don't know how they do. Uh, right. But to me, that was an obvious one. Uh, I felt that his performance was one of the better performances that I've seen. And I wasn't yeah. happy that they uh, excluded him from the category. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. Once again, I like to refer to that word cowardly. That was, that was remiss. 
If they weren't being straight up cowardly about it, they were being remiss. And I hope that isn't some kind of uh, a nod to conservatism. I hope we're not going there because of the subject matter. I have a real issue with it. I'm not pleased with that at all. Well, I don't know. I think they sacrificed them because they did nominate Lily Gladstone and they did nominate De Niro again. So good. Okay. Okay. So then, so then that sort of clears up that piece about it. Okay. Right. Very good. Right. So we don't have to look there. So, well, like you said, that was the snub. You know, sometimes they do that. They don't get it for the picture that they, you know, really deserve it for, and they come back a year or two later and they get it for something that was barely noticeable. You know. That's so right. you know how you know how they maneuver. We know. We also noticed that there were no nominations. It looked like for no, uh, for sorry, for past lives, for May December, and none for Fantasia. Fantasia did not get a best actress nomination for SAG, and I was surprised at that. She was left off. Uh, but in good news, um, it seems as though Jeffrey Wright was elevated. He did get a nomination for best. Yeah, Actor. yeah, for Jeffrey. And, and the entire ensemble for American Fiction and Sterling K. Brown got a supporting oh. nod. Okay, yes. yeah, we were wondering because we had heard such good good things about Sterling K. Brown's performance. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, right. we don't know. So okay. yes, so we'll see what happens with the SAG. Mom. We'll we'll discuss it more. Obviously, I get a vote, so <laughs> let's hope. All that right. Okay. All, All right. right. So let's get into some some movies, Mom. We got to talk about uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, which we didn't really get into. Um, we uh, starring, of course, Leonardo DiCaprio, Lily Gladstone, Robert De Niro, and a host of others. Uh, but it's based on a true story about the Osage, you know, the native tribe in Oklahoma. And they focus on these mysterious murders of the Osage members. Now, um, there's a lot of stuff going on in it. There's a, obviously there's a, a love story, a semi, I guess, love story involved as well. Um, but it's right. really interesting. There's crooked politicians. Um, there's a whole a concept of, you know, stealing wealth from natives. Right. Um, yeah. And and yeah. I think and it's I'm sorry. It's directed by Martin Scorsese, and I think it's really well done. Um, I enjoyed it immensely, and I don't want to use the word enjoy because the subject matter is sad. Uh, but I think it's something that everyone should see. Very well acted, uh, and I and I just and I I really enjoyed it. To me, this is one of my top films. Right, right. Top me too. What Me are your too. thoughts? Oh, oh, far better. I, I agree with you. I too was drawn in by the subject matter and by the performances. I thought it was, and I thought it was uh, honest and open that someone would tell the story. Okay? I'm not going into who gets credit for the story and I don't want to go all there because then yeah. we'll go someplace else the story needed to be told and it was told as beautifully as you could tell a story of m mass murderings and thievery right. because that's what was going on. Okay. It was the white men either and or marrying and or murdering doing either or both to get the money from the oil rich Osage natives. And that's what was going on. And it's the whole story of that. And uh, De Niro, I thought, was off the hook as a vile human being, De Niro was. DiCaprio, 
was vile more than anything, but with a little compassion. Mm -hmm. There was no compassion in De Niro's character at all. He right. was just vile from the beginning to the end. And it's a true story. Mark, can I ask you a question? I hope that yes. this doesn't give too much away. Without giving anything away, do you think that he really loves uh, his his wife, uh, De Niro, uh, not De Niro, uh, Leo's character? Do you think he really loved her? Uh, yes. Yes. I think, I guess I think he loved her. Uh, you want to go he, more into no, it? No, I know he loved his kids. I don't, you know, that I'm yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, his son, Cowboy, yeah, the oldest yeah. son, right, in, in particular. Um, I think he did because he was building too much with her and she hung around for a long time. It could have been, okay, so that's it. Yeah, that's all, that's all. Okay, I don't want to give away everything, guys. But all right. Yeah, uh, yeah a great movie, great movie, guys. See it, see it, see it, see it. Okay. I give it a top shelf nine and a half. What do you? Oh what, yeah. Oh me too. Oh me too. Oh absolutely. It was superlative. Excellent movie. Excellent. Okay. Uh, let's talk about another movie that's somewhere a little bit different on our rating scale, or maybe not. I don't know what you have it as my. Uh, so Liv, starring Kevin Hart, Google Mbathu Raw, and Sam Worthington. Everybody knows him from Avatar, or maybe you don't, but he's the, the lead guy in um, Avatar. He plays Zoe Saldana's husband. Now, this Lyft movie is, a bad, is about a master thief uh, whose ex and the FBI are trying to get him to pull off this impossible heist. Now, they want... Kevin Hart and his team to pull off this heist because supposedly this really, really terrible guy um, is going to take all of these gold bars and use it to um, destroy innocent lives. That's pretty much what the premise is. Now, there are some, you know, interesting scenes, some cute little, you know, different scenes that I haven't seen in, in other films. But overall, I will say that I've seen this before. Um, and it wasn't exceptionally done well. Um, and so um, I'm going to give it a high hooch uh, of 4.5. It or, was one of the, Yeah. Are you, are you, can I go do it? You got no, it? Not. Yes. I'm no, done. no, no, sorry. Are you finished? I'm yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay. All right. Okay. I wasn't sure because it was a pause, but you were thinking, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> suck suckier suckiest okay superlative it was one of the suckiest movies I've ever seen I wanted to call a lift L-Y-F-T <laughs> to get me the hell away from this movie lift L-I-F-T it was the suckiest movie that I've seen so far in 2024. I realize we haven't gotten that far in it, but it sucked. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Nice to see you, Goo Goo. I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm going to give it about... I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you all made this movie. And for that, you are getting a two. 
because you had two people in there who should have known better, and that's Gugu and Kevin Hart. You're right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, gosh. All right. So let's move on. Oh, we didn't talk about this. My other uh, stand-up special, Pete Davidson's Netflix special, Turbo Fonzarelli. Okay. So my... Now, just to give everybody a little info, so he pretty much talks about his past addiction to ketamine in, in this special. Um, you know, he jokes about being, you know, high on ketamine while attending Aretha Franklin's funeral, which he went with uh, Ariana Grande back in, I think it was either 2018 or 2019. Uh, and um, he has some jokes about his mother, that I think are completely inappropriate. Now, in part, you know, if you're a comedian, I think that you can joke about pretty much whatever you want to joke about, but is it funny? Does it make me laugh? And I will say that for most of what I saw, and I didn't finish it all, it did not make me laugh. Ma, go ahead. Uh, I After the first... I didn't time it, but I'm going to say approximately five minutes. Uh, I just gave up on it. It wasn't funny, to, in my opinion. Okay, whereas everybody has the right to talk about everything they want and do whatever they want to. I don't think he's for my particular demographic, although I like people who are far outside of my demographic. So I don't want to attribute it to that. I'm going to say in this woman's opinion he was not funny i didn't find him funny i found him annoying i found him uh on some level to not fully even understand the depth of what he was saying so i found him unfunny and um i you know chose not to you know watch the rest of his stand-up so that was it yeah, and I have seen Pete be funny on SNL when he did like um a couple of skits on the weekend updates and you know, but I think that we know too much about him that his jokes just didn't hit the way he wanted them to hit. He I, I remember him telling a joke about Leonardo DiCaprio and how Leo is aging and the more that he ages, you know, he's going to just continue to date young girls and you know all this other stuff and you know I'm looking at uh, Pete Davidson, who is known to have a, a big penis. I've never seen it. I have no interest in seeing it. But that's, you know, like the stereotype. I don't know about that. You didn't, you didn't need to add that piece. We assumed that you were we, trying to see it. But who knows that if you said that. Okay. No, you know, well, what my whole point is. He has that reputation. And so him, you know, joking all his overly sexual jokes and, you know, it doesn't come across as being funny. It comes across as, oh, well, cocky and arrogant. And it didn't have the same, you know, hit that it would have if people didn't, if he didn't have a reputation for dating, um, what's the name? Cindy Crawford's daughter, who's beautiful. Uh, you know, dating Kim Kardashian, who was a, you know, like a, a sex symbol or dating Kate Beckinsale, all these people, uh, Ariana Grande, who are attractive or sexy or, you know, something. Yeah. It just didn't seem right. You know, to me, to me, without all the background and who he dated and the size of his penis and all this and that, he just wasn't funny. He well, just was funny. Well, I guess that's the, the, what it was. He just was not funny, period. 
Okay. Well, I, I don't have any good recommendation for and, it. And as this woman's opinion, he was he was a very unfunny comedian. Okay, uh, so my let's move on to a show that we are enjoying, and they had the penultimate episode, and that is Fargo, and John Hamm is killing it. Oh my goodness, off the hook, John yes. Hamm. Yes, oh, yes, yes, and I'm just a lot of stuff happened in this episode, Ma. Um, you know, we there was a reference to uh, Donald Trump, uh, unfortunately, and. <laughs> And, but we saw a lot in this episode, Mom. What are your thoughts on the penultimate episode? We see him just no compassion, no compassion for his son, who's Gator, whose eyes are cut out, I guess. His eyes a monster who spews all types of biblical quotations yeah. and on and on and on. But he is so warped right. and so distorted. Right. And his life, beliefs, behavior, interpretation of the Bible, and on and on and on. He he is a monster. Yes. I don't know who created him and how he got where he is, but he is a monster for real. And he is playing the part. And man, if they don't give John him something for this, I don't know. Because he is really, really, he's on another level. Oh, 100%. His, 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 you believe him. You believe his character. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, really good. Really good. What do you think is going to happen to him? You think, do you think they have to kill him? I mean, he kind of has hey, to. Oh, well, you, well, you know he's got to die. I mean, he's already let it be known that that's how he intends for it to be. He's yeah. already said it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, straight from the Bible. That's what it's got to be. You know, and, um, and that's what it's going to be because he's not going to give up. Well, I don't know what the writers may do, but he's not going to give up, you know. And like we said. However however they get him, it won't be easily. And shout out to Juno Temple. Shout Uh, out to. Yes. yes. She is tough and vulnerable all at the same time. And it's her eyes. Her eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Shout out to Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, and I like to see this. I like to see women realize She's doing her thing too, for sure. Yes, but I wanted to say this, and we've seen this for years now. Uh, but you know, just want to point this out. You can age gracefully and play any type of role you want to play. You can act from the day you were born to the day you die. And so, wanted to give her credit for that. And of course, Lamont Morris, who was doing his thing. As a state trooper, he's doing his. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Oh yeah. yes! Oh yeah! Shout out to him! Shout out and kudos to you as well! Oh yeah! All right, my and our other show that we're going to talk about is, of course, Raising Canaan. They had a little one week break in their back, and it looks as though you like Unique is really gone, and that made I'm me mad with that. I'm I'm gonna you know talk to those uh you know I'm gonna lobby. You know, for yeah. Unique to come back, you know, just, you know, come on, writers, you can do what you want to do. We haven't seen a body. They haven't had a funeral yet. They right. haven't even found them yet. So we don't right. know. Did he get up and come back? We thought, uh, wasn't it Lamar was dead in the other picture, you know? Oh, BMF. Yeah. You know, so we don't know. All, yeah. all I'm going to say is bring you, Ju- listen, Juno, Juno, oh my God, Unique, 
is handsome, sexy, swag, a hero. He's all those things that draw people into the show. And you took him away. Yeah, so you take him off and leave Ronnie, who's <laughs> creepy, ugly, mean, psychotic, just a horror. And people yeah. don't even people want to change the channel when they right. see him come pop up. Right. Come on, right? Let's figure that out. Figure right. it out. We have no eye candy anymore, you know, at least not for the, the ladies don't have any eye candy. I so. mean, come on, come on. Unique, you know, I mean, Unique was bringing all those positive things. Yeah. What is yeah. wrong with y'all? What happened? Is it a contract dispute? I know you know better than what you're doing. Well, okay. let my let's get into some the characters. I'm going to go from famous um, on up. So fa famous and and Kanan, it looks like their relationship is really going down, you know, hill because Kanan is mad that famous. What what was famous going to do? Famous knows that Rock is very powerful. What's he going to do? You know, well, he, right, right. He can't and, overpower. And Rock is already out there. Is right. you don't have to ask no questions because he already know what Rock will do. You right. know, he, he, he's not he's not crazy enough to step the rock. I'll tell you right. one thing. I stepped to Canaan before I stepped the rock. Right, you know, right. And, you know, and whatever, you know, air swooping he might get from Canaan, I don't think Canaan going to kill him. But Rock, uh, that's another story. My Canaan might kill him because we know what we know what Canaan well, does later might. on in life. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And we said might. Yeah. But Rock, we already know, will. Okay, I'm balancing the two things. Well, Kanan, we know later on in life. I, I got there yeah, later on, but not at 16. Look, dear, not yeah, you're right. right. You're now. right. Not right you now. Know, that's you're all. Right. That's all. Look, if I'm yeah. scared, I'm going to say, oh, wow, who am I going to have the better chance with? Okay. Right. I messed up either way, but right. I think I have a better chance over here with my A Spoon Coon partner than right. I do with his mother, who is no joke. Right. You know, and I already know. That the mother is no joke. Okay. Yeah, right. So so what you so he made the only choice he could make. He right. made it was in a dilemma. Damned if he did, damn if he didn't. All right. <laughs> so what can he do? And Kanan is not trying to hear anything. I don't like how Kanan is moving at all. All right. Go right. ahead. No. Okay. Um whatever you doing. Jukebox. So okay. jukebox is um, you know, doing they they had their little I guess little performance in front of some producers or whoever those people were and right. says you know I'm sure they had some little question marks but they they do see something there but I right. guess who the woman is that's like their choreographer or whoever she their mentor manager and she yeah. she she wants a leader to come out yeah. of the group and but we think it's going to be you no yeah, I, I think it's going to be you too I think it's going to be you because it just, it because just yeah, just like the woman said, one the one girl is uh just thinks she's entitled, the second girl thinks she's unworthy, mm -hmm. and then so now you got juke. Yeah, you know, so, you, you doesn't know. that worry you? Because why did you how what happens between juke in this girl group and to juke later on in life well, as a Tony Rose? Juke made some bad choices along the way. That's all we know that we know juke made some bad choices along the way. Well, my, I'm thinking and that. And then even, even the Marvin was there advocating for, even though they had something to get out. But, you know. Well, that's what, well, that's what I'm thinking, Marvin. I'm thinking something happens to Marvin. Uncle right. Marvin, and then Uncle Marvin now is on the radar or the F. Uncle, Uncle Marvin. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Marvin. Marvin, Daddy Marvin. 
Okay, right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Uncle, Uncle Marvin. Lou. Oh, Uncle Lou. Marvin is, yeah. is is Kanan's uncle, but yeah. So right, right. Marvin is, you know, I'm worried about Marvin. Oh, so now I've realized I didn't realize who that guy was that I guess is a writer for whatever paper. I guess so they met at the AA meetings, right? That's where they yes. I yeah. I, yes. reason, I was like, where, what is going on? Yes. Yes. So, but it's all, I, I think Marvin is in trouble. I'm worried about right. Marvin. Because right? somebody just stepped to Marvin in front of him. Right. Like knew him and whatever. And that's right. going to whet his interest already. His curiosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Marvin pushed him off, you know, got rid of him. But mm, that guy's looking sideways. Like, nah. Something's well, we know there. something isn't right because we saw um, Detective Howard, Omar Epps. We saw that he was, you know, knows that they're looking into Marvin now, the FBI. Right. Right, they 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 pulled pulled up Marvin's photo and uh, boom. So I'm worried. Yeah, and and Marvin is just now getting his personal life together. So yeah, yeah, he's just getting things on track, and they' about to go off the rails again. Now, now Uncle Lulu, Uncle Lulu is just real messed up. He's a he's a he's an alcoholic, and he's going and revealing to was a Scrappy's mom that. Oh, I, you know, I know who did it. And just that's going to be a problem. That's well, you know problem. what? You know, I what? know who and killed your son. Right. I know who right. Just... The, and, and he told her who killed her son. Right. Shout right. out to Gil Scott Heron in the bottle. Uncle Lou is in the bottle. Yeah. And once that happens, you can be in the bottle, on the pipe, in the pill, on the whatever. Once you are out of control due to any substance, everything going down the drain. Once you are out of control and Lou is out of control because, and then, but you know what? He's out of control and he, and he resents rock. I won't say he hates rock, but he right now is having some intense resentment toward rock. Oh yeah. Because, because rock and rock is nasty. You know, she's telling him how, you know, you don't do nothing without me. Every dime you got is my money. Right. And you do that and Rock is very nasty. Well, she tried it, to go to true, him, Ma. Is it true or not? She mm-hmm. tried to go to him. She tried to go to Uncle Lou, or Brother Lou, at, Uncle the, club. Uncle, at yeah, the club. And she tried to make yeah, amends. Yeah, yeah. But it's well, going to take... Him Uncle Lou because yeah. of uh, uh, Because of Ken- yeah, and Kanan calls him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But it's, but it's going to be a lot. I feel in order for them to well, he didn't. Well, that's what she decided that she was going to try to do. But don't forget, he was telling Lou was saying to Marvin, uh, "F Rock, yeah, I don't want her here." Now he didn't reach out to her; she was going to reach out to him. Right. So, so don't forget, he's still feeling very unforgiving toward her, and right. that's how when he got him a few too many drinks in him, got all liquored up. Right. He this is the time I'll take and go tell Scrappy's mother what's going down. All right. And knowing that Scrappy's mother is the informant. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you did. That's a double whammy right there. She ain't got to go up against Rock. Well, which she's not going to go up against Rock herself. But she'll turn Rock in. All right. You know? Yeah. So so he, he did, you know, he just like, he intentionally did it to do Rock in. All right. You know, so... But if he wouldn't have been drunk, would he have done that? Of course he not. Felt, he might have felt that, but by him being all drunk and out of control. He wouldn't have done it, probably. There you go. There you go. 
Okay. Um, and so rounding out, I guess we'll last three people, but let's get into with Kanan and Ronnie. Now, this was very upsetting to me. And I had told you my my theory about this, um, that now it looks like Kanan is going, well, not looks like Kanan is going to be working for Ronnie. And I don't know if I have this wrong or not, but from the Power series, we heard the story of a person called Breeze who took Kanan under his wing. And uh, I think it was ghosts wound up killing Breeze. And Kanan wound up taking over for taking over Breeze's spot. And then Ghost and Tommy, of course, you know what happens with them. Whatever happens, I think they kind of either set up Kanan or either they Kanan takes the fall for whatever it was that Ghost did. Right. And, so, right. and, and Kanan goes to jail for 10 years. So I'm thinking that Ronnie is a.k.a. Breeze. We don't know for sure, but it looks that way. Uh, but anyway, Kanan is changing very rapidly and he's turning into a sociopath um you know he seemed like he was excited when he found out that ronnie and who and uh wendell pierce and wendell pierce's wife characters right, right. Were like f rock f rock right. that's right. when that's when Kanan was like i'm on board oh yeah he I'm wants on to board. be in he wants to be independent of rock he ain't trying to do nothing to hear nothing about rock right and this is what is this heroin or or coke I don't know which uh, one. Well, they, I think they're going into heroin. Heroin. I think that there's heroin that they're going to either or. It might be both, you know, but yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I think I heard them make reference to heroin, but, you know, some people it's both either or, you know, whichever. Right. So, but um, he's he's elevating from weed. That's right. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so. finally, Ma, and finally, your thoughts on this, Rock. What is Rock going to do next? We know that Rock is back in the game. She went to um, Tony Danza's character and asked to be back in. And right. She's we'll going to pick up. She's going to pick up whatever Unique yep. was going to do, whatever that deal was. And because Unique is gone. Right. And you know, you and you know, she started to have feelings for Unique. I oh, really yeah. that. I, I, you know, I know that hurt her. And so that's one of the reasons why she's going back, if not the right. main reasons why she's going back. And right. then his his uh, baby mama showed up. We forgot to mention her showing up at the door, you know, throwing a fit, pulling the gun out on Rock. Now, like you always say, don't pull a gun out on somebody unless you want to use it. But Rock didn't right. want to kill right. her. Rock didn't right. want to kill her. No. So, no. um, but she's, but that baby mama is not that bright because she goes there and she doesn't suspect that Ronnie, that Ronnie killed Unique, the person. Well, you know what? I'm not, really, I'm not really sure what the writers were doing right there because she was the first one to speak on how, how cuckoo Ronnie was. All right. She was the first one to identify he's creepy. He's weird. Something's up with Ronnie. She was the first one who said it in the very beginning. She said to, she said to Unique, Unique, I'm not comfortable with your brother here. He's making me real uncomfortable and he's real creepy and whatever whatever language she used, it meant that right. she thought he was unsafe for her to oh. be around. And Unique said, oh, that's my brother. I can't blah, blah, blah. He's just coming home from jail. You know, blah, 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 blah. You know, so right. Ronnie stayed there. But she is aware that he's a dangerous, unstable person from the very beginning. Right. You know, right. and then he went on to, you know, to confirm her beliefs. Right. So 
I don't know why it seemed like, you know, all of a sudden she backpedaled. You know, now Ronnie is not one that we should be looking at, you know, although when she, it's obvious. Well, yeah. So well, let's see what the writers are going to do. But they did something that was a little incongruent right there. Okay. What, whatever their reason was. So we'll see where they're trying to take it, you know. Right. Okay. Uh, so we're loving Raising Canaan. We're, we're still hoping. Oh, yeah. Unique oh, pops yeah. up some type of way, but it doesn't look good. Yeah. It looks like he's gone. Writers, I want you to rethink that. I want you to rethink that long and hard. Okay. All okay. Right. All right, Ma. So um, let's move on to our two reality shows of the week. Uh, number one, we got to talk about Married at First Sight. I don't know how much of Married at First Sight you want to talk about because to me, this is a season that has been very disappointing. Again, uh, they are just really showing their behinds off, the the experts, the producers. Uh, you know, Ma, you and I can do a much better job of matchmaking. Just, oh, you know. Because everybody. Yeah. Everybody I know could do a better job of matchmaking. So listen, they're not even finding people who are superficially attracted to each other. No. Okay. They're not, you know, I mean, you could go better than that. Just go walk down the street and find somebody you're attracted to just on their appearance. These people dislike each other from the very beginning. All right. And it does not get better. It only gets worse. So when this franchise first started out, at least they would stay with each other for a minute. I think, you know, now look, you go by your house and I'm going over here by my house. That's it. That's how half of them are behaving these days. So, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, Let's talk about Michael, Michael and Chloe. Now, Okay, so we know that Michael was left at the altar. And so they decided, and, I, and this is when you know they were in trouble this season when they said, oh, we better, well, everybody's going to break up. We got to go find somebody for Michael. So they bring in this woman, Chloe. And when I see Chloe, Chloe looks fine. Nothing wrong with her appearance. But when she opens her mouth. When she opens, oh, Chloe is 39, 40 years old at this point, And she is you know, seems to have a good career, enjoy her life, but she's in a fantasy. And one of the experts, and that's Dr. Pia, she says, oh, Chloe's desperate to get married. Why in the hell are you trying to find somebody that's desperate to get married? Why don't you want to find somebody that wants right to on, get Right on, daughter. Right on. You know? Right on. Yeah, yeah, yes. And that's willing and that wants to have a partnership and to have a real relationship with right. another human being. Right. Desperate. It makes it seem like anything that you throw at that person, they will just marry it. Right. Yeah. She'll just marry. You know what? Uh, I don't even think Dr. Pep even realized what she was talking no, about. No, that was Dr. Pia who said that. Yes, my Dr. Pia was the one who mentioned about being desperate. And how she yeah, yeah, like yeah. Okay, okay. I'm you know, I'm thinking Dr. Pepper because she's so much within with the whole thing of finding mm-hmm. Chloe for him. But yeah, um, I you know, look, uh, good luck, good luck, Michael. Get, get your TV time in and go ahead, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's that's a, a, as as uh, optimistic as I can be at this point. 
Yeah, I just don't know where they find these people, but that's a whole nother story. We'll see what happens, but I don't have any good hope for uh, Chloe and Michael. I really don't. And I feel bad for Michael. I really and truly do feel bad for him. Well, I don't know what Michael's expectation is at this point, because not only what happened to him, he's met with the other you know, uh, newlyweds and he sees what's going on with them. So I don't know what his expectation really is, okay? That's so, true. Um, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be okay because he has a real good attitude and I, he's not going to let it get him whatever, you know, whatever they drag up, you know? Yeah, so so good. So go ahead, Michael. You know, oh. get your airtime and keep it moving. If you find something wonderful, have a good experience, fine. If not, we learn something from everything we do. So at least you'll learn something. All right. Okay. okay. Um, Becca and Austin, the, this is the only couple that we have any hope for. But the more and more I see them together, the more I have so many reservations. Now, it seemed like, you know, one minute oldie, he can, uh, Austin can think about Becca and him having a family together. But then obviously they don't want to rush into that. But somehow religion always pops up. And I didn't know that either one of these people were too religious. I guess um, Becca is, is she agnostic or atheist? I'm not exactly sure. One of them, right? And then yeah. is a Christian, but he doesn't really seem to know what that means to be a Christian. So I just, I don't get it. And I don't understand how religion has played such a big part in people's lives who don't particularly be, seem to be that religious. Right. At least uh, not at this point. I right. mean, I don't know how they were raised. I think they were raised, you know, in some sort of um, Orthodox religion, but at this point they don't seem to actually be practicing too much. And they still uh, haven't had sex yet, right? You know, right. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. But I'm, you know, like I said, these people, these couples, don't even seem to be superficially interested in each other. Even just interested for sex, right. the curiosity of what sex might be like with each other. You right. know, nothing. So I, I, you know, I mean, I just really don't hold out much hope for any of these couples. And, None of them. And, and a couple that, well, they're not even a couple that I'm scratching my head about, Claire and Cameron, who are separated at this point. They are separated. They've decided to do that. Cameron, uh, you know, I hope that he's okay. I think he's going to have some type of procedure. Uh, but it seems as though he was throwing shade at Claire and trying to blame her for his condition. And you know what? And what? Claire, I, I can't understand why she'd be feeling guilty. What I can say is that if, it, you know, uh, I'm going to presume that he had a pre-existing condition, it may have been exacerbated by the whole thing. I guess that's what he's saying. I don't really know. But once again, that's all in how you perceive things and how you handle things. Because <laughs> truth be told, I don't see where he was doing very much to make things any more pleasant. No. I, I mean, I don't I don't see that at all. No. So, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's 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 a whole lot with these couples. And, you know, most of it is not great. You know, not at all. And then finally, my the last couple remaining, uh, Emily and Brennan. The, you know, Brennan, he looks like he always has a bad taste in his mouth when he's around all the time. Emily. All the time. He looks like I, I couldn't imagine a person in jail with a worse expression. In fact, somebody in jail may have a better expression because they have a hope of getting out. 
Right. This man is just like, it's like he hates her. It's like he just doesn't even want to be in her company. Right. And she's always pushing. Mm-hmm. She's always hanging in. She's always going the extra mile. No, you know, and he already told her that he wasn't attracted to her. So, Emily, that's on you. You have the right to be foolish. You have the right to not protect your heart. But if I were you at this stage of the game, I'd be protecting my heart. Oh, one you know, That's what I'd be doing. I'd be protecting my heart, which means I'd be outie long ago. Long, long, long time ago. And and this man, and he's like talking about a reset. Oh, we're going to reset and focus on our friendship. Friendship? You guys have been married for a month. There's no physical uh, intimacy. You've been married for a month. And then in that within that month, you didn't even want to move into the apartment with her right away. You had to take a right. break then. What right. reason you you guys you need to this isn't you need to um have an annulment. This You're is right. what they it absolutely, absolutely and just they, seem like they, they, they don't enjoy each other's company. No, not as friends, not as anything. We all have had friends and have friends, and we maybe didn't like them for one thing, but they we like them, enjoy them in some other way. This or that. They seem like they just can't he. In particular, it seems like he cannot stand to be around uh, Emily. Right. And, mm-hmm. and and it's not good. And Emily is like, well, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. But, you know, you need to give up. Right. You need to give up because the other half of this partnership has decided he's out. Right. You and need, whatever. we don't know what is up. his issue, but it's something is, is, is him. Whatever it is, he's not he's not adding anything. He's not bringing anything to her. No, and and why she thinks she's going to be able to change him? That's one thing that we have to understand. We aren't really changing anybody. Either they've made a decision they want to change or not, and right. that's has to be up to him. And he has decided that he did doesn't feel like changing anything. Doesn't feel like dealing with the whole situation that he's involved in with you. Right. So, Emily, girl, get your life together. You, I, I start to say I thought Paige was the worst. Well, she was acting, you know, kind of pathetic that she had sex with him. But damn, this man doesn't even want to have sex with you. All right. You know? So, oh, oh, God. He didn't um, even want to touch you. Uh-uh. Okay. So, all right, my. And our final reality show uh, of the week, I did a preview of it and I put it in our top shelf recommendation, which is Traders season two. And this is the American version, of course. And, um, you know, the first three episodes are streaming now on Peacock, guys. So if you have not checked it out, go ahead and do it, my. So, uh, like I said, I gave a pretty nice breakdown. So we know the characters, uh, but like, offhand i want to just give a shout out to phaedra who is playing this game pretty pretty good i think she's doing a good job all right phaedra good for you and she's and 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 you redeemed yourself a little bit uh when you stepped in and and made a move i don't know i don't want to tell what you did because well let me let let, let's find my but let but let's just go into who the traders are are Uh, we going all into that not okay a little bit okay okay no problem so trader, so the traders are Phaedra, 
Dan from Big Brother. And then we had Pravani, who wound up being a a traitor later on. They brought her in with the, the three traitors. Everybody, oh, okay. everybody else is a faithful. And okay. we have a star-studded cast, which like I said, guys, you know, go to um, our YouTube channel, All Things Beijou, to get a more in-depth look. Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, but so far, Ma, who are you, the people who were murdered, Johnny Bananas, who is a big personality, murdered in the first episode, murdered in, I guess, the third episode is Marcus Jordan, who is the boyfriend of Larsa Pippen. And more he was murdered in the second episode. Uh, they didn't show the murder until. The okay, 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 okay. All right, then they talked about um, it. Okay. They talked about it. Right. All right, okay. He okay. is Michael Jordan's son. Right. And we okay. have banished in episode two, Peppermint, who is from RuPaul's Drag Race. And right. we also have Max from uh, banished in episode three from right. the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, right. So, Mom, okay. what are you, what are your thoughts so far? Who what, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Dan is in trouble? What should we? I think Dan is in trouble a little bit. What well, Dan know? is in trouble. I don't know if he's gone yet because other people are also, you know, suspect as well. So mm-hmm. he is in trouble. I don't know if this is the death knell for Dan or you know they're just a little suspicious. Let's see if he's going to be able to avert their attention to someone else, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, Phaedra has been doing a real good job of, of you know, staying under the radar. I don't know, not really sure why they're not being more, uh, you know, um, perceptive about uh, Phaedra because mm-hmm. Phaedra is certainly sly, bright, and that's kind of who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheree is just real quiet. I don't know what's going on with Sheree. You know, I don't know if she's going to come and drop a bomb on us or not. Um, what's her name? Uh, Trishel? Trishel. Yeah. Trishel. Oh, man. Trishel's got her mouth going. She's got all her suspects. Mm-hmm. And so far, she's caused the faithful to get kicked out. Right. Okay? So right. We, know, we know so much on Trishel. Janelle is aggressive, is aggressive, is aggressive. Can From Big Brother. Yep. Yeah, she's super aggressive. Um... What's her name? Um, uh, uh, Ekin Sue. Ekin Sue from I, Love Island. Yeah. Yeah. Ekin Sue, kind of, kind of, a little bit chill. She talks mm-hmm. a little bit, but not a lot. Not right. like a, a real leader type. Um, Bergie is going to show from some Love Island. Yep. From Love Island, Bergie's going to show some strength. That well, uh, he showed some strength. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I forget at what point you saw and what point you didn't. You know. But um, you finished all the way up to. Three. Ma, I'm good. We're giving people okay. the recap of the okay. first episode. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so Bergie showed that he had some, you know, really little masterful skills there, and uh, which was good. But I think Bergie is still a little of a target. I think he's in I trouble. Think, yeah. yeah, I think he's a little bit vulnerable as well. Because um, we don't know if he's going to. We don't know if he's going to be poisoned because we know that Pravati uh, has to pretty much poison somebody. And yeah, that is. It has to be done in full view of right. other people. Yeah, Everything. it can't be anything under no covert, covert activity. It's right. got to be right in front of everybody. Um, so I'm looking at Bergie. I like 
Fergie. I'm looking at him. I'm, I'm hoping they don't do him in, but they're going to do somebody in. Yeah. Um, MJ, see. we have MJ who suspects Dan. MJ and Larsa suspect Dan. Well, and- Larsa oh. is, is, is gunning hard for Dan. Yeah. She's said Larsa is definitely gunning and hard. And so was MJ. I think and, MJ is and, too. Well, yeah, but Larsa is more because of the whole situation with Marcus. Right. And right. so, so she's really mad about that. Right. Uh, let me see. Who else? Who that leave out? Uh, we got Peter from the uh, Peter from The Bachelor, and he seems to be pretty smart actually, because he well, he him and Kevin are working together. Remember, uh, they're, they're, they're trying to make people think that they're gunning for each other, right? So they so they are viewed as um not non threatening to the right. other, you know. So they all hang out a bit longer. Yeah, they right. have their strategy going, and so far it's worked pretty good. If right. they got if they got any negative attention, it's been very little. For the right. most part, they've been under the radar. Right. Um, and John, was, John, John Burkow, oh, he's the oldest vulnerable. One. John yeah. is vulnerable. Yeah. He's vulnerable all the way around. Uh, I don't know if he's, you know, if it's a if it's curtains for him, but he's vulnerable because they bring up at least one or two people bring up his name every time. So every everything. time. Yeah. 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 And then um of course my we forgot to mention Deontay Wilder, the boxer, who's having oh, a breakdown. Deontay, well, you know, nobody has suspected him of being anything except vulnerable and and influential, actually. People right. have listened to him, even though or these that you know, they claim he's influenced them, but to me, they just did what they wanted to do and blamed it on Dante when it ended up not being the right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. what I think. And yeah. then and then and then uh, two more people I forgot my CT, who is always has played a villain from back in the day. Well, it's, CT plays the games pretty well. Though. He does. He does. Yeah. He plays the games well. They want to keep him around, I would right. think. And See, then well, we have, I haven't heard CT being you know put up for anything or voted. You know, I haven't no. heard CT's. You know, yeah. And okay. then and then Sandra, you know, she she's one. Sandra, Sandra is strong. Yeah, yeah, Sandra is strong. So she is, know. she is, but you know, she put up some people and she was wrong. Sometimes well, when you, you, but, when you, yeah, but the right, thing, you know, miss, right. But you know what happens? She just make herself a target, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's so, what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see how that goes, you know, how that all works out. Okay, all right. So, who do you very interesting? Very interesting. So, my, who do you think is the most vulnerable going into uh, episode four? Oh, right now it seems obvious that it's Dan. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, I don't know, you know, because yeah. so, so many things happen, you right. know. Uh, you know, Phaedra, they haven't even mentioned at all for anything. No, you know? and he's underestimating Phaedra. He's underestimating her right. ability, you know, her yeah, conniver, yeah. being a conniver, her intelligence, just, just how. Yeah. What's her name for Parvani? She's just out there. Boy, she's uh, a throat, period. She is, yeah. She's one of the survivor. So she, you yeah, know. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Ma, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, and the moon. Okay. Um, I'm going with um, Regina Hall and Leo. They're going to be in a movie together uh, that I think is Paul Thomas Anderson, Maya Rudolph's hu- uh, husband or partner, whatever. He's going to be directing. Yeah. And it's going to be um, positive vibes for that. I think it's going to do well. Okay. Um, 
Number two for me is Donna Summer's daughter and publicly endorsing Kelly Rowland to play the role of her mom, Donna Summer, in a movie. If you want to see it. Okay. And then I'm going with number three, Gerard Mayo hired as the coach for the New England Patriots. Yay, right on. Oh, me too. Those are wonderful things. Ma, okay. is there anything that you want to say? I know you want to tell people to vote. We need to also encourage you know them to get closer please. to things. Listen, but guys, please vote, 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 Okay? Don't sit it out. That's a win for the opposition. Don't sit it out. Go vote. You know, you may not believe in the system we have, but guess what? That's the one we have. You need to be in it to win it, okay? If you want to change it, you want it to be something else, you won't do it from the outside, baby. You got to do it from the inside. It's like trying to fix a relationship by getting away from the relationship. Oh, no, baby. You got to be in it to win it, okay? And um, also, stay safe. If you drink, do it in moderation. If you have edibles, in moderation. If you smoke marijuana, in moderation, okay? Please, everything you do, do it in moderation. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. No drinking, drugging, and so forth, and driving. They do not mix, okay? Okay. Um, the life you save may be mine, okay? Oh, okay, guys. Um, thank, all right. Thank you guys for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Once again, um, follow us on X, on Facebook, on Instagram, and threads at the Bambushi Happy Hour, and, and also all things Peju. Guys, go to our YouTube page page all things page you home the bambushi happy hour you can catch up on more stuff about threads i'm not threads i'm sorry about traders and just you know keeping an eye on what we have going on we appreciate you we'll be back again soon stay safe like ma said and we'll talk to you soon bye, bye.